Hey y'all, this is Stacey Pearsall, and you're listening to Everything, my podcast where I talk about, well, everything. Hey everybody, I have a special guest in the room. I'm not special. Well, guess who's back? Well, maybe special. You guys recognize his voice, I'm sure. Welcome back. Good morning. Welcome back. Why are you welcoming (laughs) them back? They've not gone anywhere. Where have you been? I was working. Yes, at an undisclosed location. Sure. Okay. As per the parameters of your job, you can't tell them where you've been. (laughs) Ow! That was not nice. Anyways. Because he's a secret squirrel type of guy. Yes. I'm really an assassin for the CIA. (sighs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Anyway. That's my cover story. I had dad in, in your seat last week. Yes. And we are, yes. Officially empty nesters. Yes, we've had we've had a series of um, visitors. Back to back. Yes. Yes. First, my uh, mom and stepdad. Mm-hmm. We had a about a week off, and during which time you were out in a way, and then we had my dad and stepmom come through town. Now we are, as you say, empty nesters. Yes, I love it when everyone visits. It's great that they can visit. Mm-hmm. But I'm also really happy when it's just the two of us. <laughs> so, well, I think that that is probably stemming from perhaps your hmm, OCD, maybe like you like control, you like schedule, and uh, when con- when we have visiting guests, it it <coughs> puts a damper on your ability to plan your day by the second. It's like a TV schedule. At this time, this show will be on, and at this time, the next show is on. And so forth and so on. I'm very routine. Yeah. Like like yesterday we were having lunch on the porch, just trying to en- enjoy the beautiful weather we've been having. Right. And we're not even halfway through our BLTs when you're asking what we're having for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> yes, because I'm yes, I'm and, and frankly, you know, I'm the I'm the one who has to cook. And I still had a half a day of, of heavy you know Chores. heavy lifting. Because uh, it's spring and the grass needs to be cut like every Every, Every week. week, yeah, for sure. Nevertheless, by the time I get home, which is five thirty-six o'clock, you are home. What do you mean? By the time I get back in the house, the, yes, back in the house, and I'm like winding down from my day, I may not be in the mood to actually like whip something up in the kitchen. So if I tell you what we're having at lunchtime. It could change. In, in your mind, you're thinking, okay, we're having spaghetti and meatballs, spaghetti and meatballs, spaghetti and meatballs. Then you shouldn't tell me. You should say that I haven't, I don't know what the menu is yet, Andy. But then but then you'll be hounding me all afternoon, <laughs> texting me. So what's for dinner? What, what should, should I do for you dinner? Know what? what are we doing you for dinner? You should just say, I will surprise you. And you I like don't, surprises. You do not. <laughs> do not like surprises uh, at all. No, I don't. I, I And that are, I also do. harkens... Back to many Christmases where I've surprised you with gifts and you give me this very disappointed look because it's not what you wanted. And when I had asked you and queried a thousand times, what do you want for Christmas? And you never told me. So I surprised you and the surprises fell flat. Well, Andy, here are are a few things I know about you. One... (laughs) One, you have to plan your day. You don't, you're having you have one handout. That's good. You need more than one handout. Uh, this is for sure. But the, the here's the essentials. Okay. You have to plan your day by the second. I like to. 
you have to know exactly what you're eating for re- your meal plan. I like to. And you don't like surprises. Mm, I'm trying to. Right. And that, you know why? Hmm. That, because when I go out and do what I do, there is no schedule. What is it that you do again? I don't know anymore. I don't but <laughs> when I go out and do it, it's because I'm oh, I'm free. I'm I have to be able to do whatever is required of me. So there is no schedule. There is no. So I'm like when I'm in my zone, which is the house, mm-hmm. I like to have a routine. Right. Yeah. Because where, where do I fit in? Aside from being your meal planner, you're not my meal planner. You're just the executioner. Executioner of the meals. Um, I may be an executioner if this crap keeps up. Dateline, watch out. Didn't Here we want. come. Murder. 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 Guess whose birthday it is today? <clears throat> Earl. It is Earl's birthday. Happy birthday, now Earl. How old is he? He's two. Two. Little, and he's, my little tyke. And he's still growing. Hopefully not much more in the vertical height department. But he could. He, well, he, you think he's he done? Could. I think he's done. Okay. I think now he's going to get beefy. So he's going to grow outward. Oh. He's okay. going to get muscular. Right. His neck is already getting really, really thick. It's and so that was, I remember him coming off, right? Mm-hmm. Off the trailer. Mm-hmm. And he was just a little guy, but still big. Like as big as the donkeys and they're full size. He was about, he was about the same size as Floyd was when Floyd right. left, left with yeah. his new uh, friend, new home. Yep. And his new family. Yeah. And about the, about the size of a Great Dane. <laughs> it's just amazing how fast they grow and how big they get. Isn't and that... he's still just a baby. Yep. Yeah. yeah it's crazy. He, yeah, beha- I mean... he, he behaves pretty well for a stallion. I will say that as he gets older. Does he really behave that well? Are you I mean, just compared being... to other stallions? sure mm-hmm. okay sure and he's two so he's going through some hormonal changes we all know what what puberty was like and he's going through his puberty yeah but he's like how many thousands of pounds i would say he's probably 1800 pounds yeah. at this point his his damage can be great <laughs> <laughs> uh, <clears throat> yes that is 100 percent accurate well let's see Leia's birthday is also this month, later this month, though. And she is... She was born in 2007, so she'll be 14? Does that math add up? 15? Fif- she's 15? I don't know. 2022. Is it? Is it 21? No, no. it's 21. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I forget what you, it is 21, isn't it? Next yes. year is 22. Gotcha. I know. We're really eager to leave 2020 way behind us. But yep. it is only 2021. You're right. <clears throat> we have both been vaccinated. Yes, we... We've had our one and two shots. Yep. I got my Pfizer. I received my Pfizer. So I wasn't here last... I didn't talk last week? No. You haven't You haven't been here and graced us with your presence for two whole weeks. So I received... Yes. Aren't you happy? <laughs> well. Uh. So I received my second Pfizer uh, shot and it was really um it put me in the put me in the ground pretty yeah. good well thank you va for yes. opening up uh your doors to us and, and letting us get vaccinated because andy and i are both veterans so they they allowed us to get in there and not only and i didn't realize this because i don't pay attention to what they're saying i guess because i'm filling out my form but not only can the member but the members caregiver and spouse spouse so you can bring your family member down there 
you might want to call your VAs because this is the Charleston VA. Right. And I think everyone, de it depends on how much vaccine they have. Right. And who, and who is authorized to go get it. So check with your VA if you're a veteran out there listening. You may be uh, eligible, whether you're 20 years old or 60 years old, and your spouse and your caregiver may also be um, eligible. So Correct. check it out. And now... I had my first vaccine that put me in the ground. Like I was really super fatigued and tired for the, a, a few days, but now I'm bounced back. Second shot, aside from a, a minor headache, it really did not impact me. Mom, you were the opposite. Your yeah, first shot was okay. Yeah, my first one didn't bother me. The second one was the arm pain. It felt like they put a, a jar of peanut butter in my arm and it was sore. But to be fair, you do not handle pain well. That's not that's not accurate. It's very accurate. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, it was sore, and then later that that day and that night, I had you know the the sweats and the chills, and it was just like. And they said you're gonna have those symptoms, right, for the second one. You could, and I definitely did, um, but it just it eventually wore off, and now I'm back to back to normal. Andy, normal. <laughs> Touche. <laughs> yes. Well, uh, we've got a couple of things going on at the barn. Leia had her ultrasound to see where she's at health-wise and if she's ready to become a mama again. We're working, we're working up to that. Mm -hmm. Earl has been uh, evaluated, tested. He is 100% good to go to be a daddy, even though he's just two years old. So that's mm -hmm. exciting. Big news on that front. And it's already uh, reptile season. We have seen snakes. Well, I ha There's been I snakes have. Items. Have you seen? Yes. I've told you that. You saw the, not okay, the skin. Okay, everybody, pay attention because he doesn't. <laughs> Hi, Pickles. I have seen a snake. It could be the same snake in multiple locations. It could be three individual snakes. It's multiple snakes. It's probably multiple snakes. Where did you see your said snake? Um, all around the horse barn area. Okay, so that's a different. And thing. I've seen one out behind the machine shed. That's, she was kind of right. crossing the driveway. Right. That and she's black with the yellow. She's a garter snake. Right. Stripes. She's yeah, the good kind. Because we saw, I saw her skin by the a pile of the you know, the scraps we have, and then at the barn there was another skin, by the tractor inside by the hay. Mm-hmm. Yep, so they're out doing their thing. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of snakeskin sheds around. Yep. So we just have to be cautious and make sure the pups are okay. But those those snakes really don't they're not going to come after us. No, they're pretty harmless. Right. They're they're looking for their their little meals. Yes. Uh yeah. They need to be up in my hay barn getting, getting the a, mice population down. We have a resident rabbit in the rabbit. hay in the you, hay barn. You say that I have not seen it. You haven't seen the bunny, but I have. Is there any evidence of bunny? I saw the bunny with my like, is there own any, two is there eyes, Is bunny dear? droppings that would prove? Maybe. Hmm. I guess we'd have to move some hay around and scare the rabbit out so you could see the pellets for proof. I would think they'd be all over the place. I don't think so. Anyways, so you spent most of your day yesterday... On the mower. On the mower. The zero turn. Correct. And I mowed probably upwards of 15 acres of grass okay. right <clears throat> because so the horses don't do it fast enough well to be fair the pastures are mainly made up of weeds right now because we haven't had a lot of rain right for the grass to to really grow i'm not sure that's all it's ever been real grass grass like 
It is. It's Bahia. 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 Uh, whatever that species is, <laughs> and however you pronounce it, Bahia. I think is how you pronounce it. Right. At any rate, that's coming up. I have a couple of other things on the horizon. Okay. Now, the last time you were on with me, we were talking about this cool photography class that I'm going to be offering called um, Back to Basics. Mm-hmm. And how can how can people find out about this? Speakeasy.com. Speak. Speak. Easy. easy. Like shh. Speak easy. Like don't don't shh. shh. <laughs> speak easy. Yeah, but you have to say it loud enough that, that they can hear. Speakeasy.com. And uh, it's also linked on my social media pages. So if you follow me, you can find it there. But honestly, you and I both know that I am not an overly technical person. That's not really my jam. And why are no. you side-eyeing me right now? <laughs> not not Stacy. Why doesn't the TV work? Why does it go off every 15 oh, minutes? Oh, man. That's a whole nother. <laughs> Andy is brand loyal. We're going to have a little side note here. Andy's okay. very brand loyal. To a fault, in in my opinion, because he's diehard Sony. If it doesn't have a Sony label on it for electronics, this... now calm down. I'm about to say it, and we've talked about this before. My TV needs to be Sony. My my soundbar should be Sony. But we've my nothing, cameras are white. We've nothing but problems. Thank you, Sony, with our entertainment center, and it's. Mm-hmm. For a while there, especially while Andy was out of town, the TV would turn itself off after 15 minutes. Obviously, I went to the menu and double-checked that the timer was not set, and it was not set. The timer was not on. So, okay, this is, let me just clarify some things. Yes, I enjoy my Sony TV. We used to have a Sony soundbar, and I was a Sony PlayStation. But when it comes to photography, I'm a Nikon person. This is true. Now, we got rid of the Sony soundbar and got a Bose yep. soundbar. Yep. And we use Apple TV to control things. Now, what was the culprit that was a problem? I don't know. It was the Bose soundbar had a timer as well, and it was at 15 minutes. Oh. Who set that? I didn't set it. I didn't set it. Well, it must have done it by itself. Mm-hmm. It turned on oh, and oh, said, I'm oh. going to The machines it. are taking over. <clears throat> well, not, not only did that do it, but also the Apple TV somehow set its timer for 15 minutes. Somehow. Somehow. Anyway, so, so yeah, I so am were, not an overly technical You were throwing person. remotes at the TV. Uh, I was not. I just turned it off and watched my phone instead. <laughs> <laughs> So I did went, what any what any reasonable person would so do. So you went I, from 65-inch TV to a little 3-inch screen or 5-inch. What's wonderful is it's portable. Yes. Well, <coughs> anyway, I'm not a, I'm not technically savvy most times. I don't like reading manuals. So if I get a new camera, like I recently got the Nikon Z7 II, I really am not a big fan of reading manuals. Andy, however, is. He'll read that thing cover to cover. So I'll just get the Cliffs notes from him. And then yeah, manuals are easy. They're very short to the point, and I don't daydream while I'm reading them. I like do. A book. Yeah, God, that's so boring. I definitely had a lot of problems when I first started out in photography. Really? Lots of problems. It's not because of your creativity. It's because of the technology to execute it. It is. Yes. And and I think the the in large part most of the uh, academic 
approaches to teaching photography is very technical. It's dry. And if you don't think with that side of your brain, it's hard to comprehend. And I think that's where I kept failing mm -hmm. was that everybody I was learning from and no offense, honey, but they were or mostly men, a yeah, a bunch of dudes and they think differently. And, and honestly, I was intimidated. I, I was scared. It's like going to shop class. We're going to teach you welding today. <gasps> hey, I did well on welding. I sat there with my stepdad and got it the first well, try. Well, I also would say it's your age. Definitely. I was young when I started right. out in photography, and I was in the military. So I had a couple of things going at that point. But whatever, all mm -hmm. of those things aside, I think the, uh, the approach to teaching was very dry and technical and way over my head. Mm -hmm. Over time, as I began to grasp these concepts... I thought, well, there's a whole lot easier way to teach this right, and right. to and to make it more palatable for everybody, mm -hmm. men, women, young, old, whatever, <clears throat> experienced, inexperienced. And I formulated my own graphics art to make it easy right. and different little techniques, little hacks, if you will, to make capturing images with a, a camera so much easier. Well, anyway, that's what I've rolled up into this little... Uh, four-part course mm -hmm. for Speakeasy called Back to Basics. If you've struggled with your camera, that <laughs> maybe you got this camera and it's awesome, but you really don't know how to use it to its full potential. And yeah, because kinda... there's all kinds of gears and knobs and levers and buttons and switches. and Yeah. No one likes to read a manual. I don't. As you say. <laughs> yes. So maybe you got this camera and you, you thought, wow, this is going to be awesome. And then you got really frustrated or overwhelmed and you put it in the bag and you put it in your closet and you never looked at it again. And it's a decade later. Let's get that camera out, charge the battery, dust, dust it off. And if you have film, we can do film. It all applies. It's mm -hmm. the same, same concepts. Yep. But um, feel free to join me for this four-part course. It's, it's next month and we're going to meet once a week. And, and chat about photography and all of these things that make it really easy for you to learn. I have fun with it. I've, t I've taught this class actually as far away as Hawaii, right. as far away as the Republic of Georgia. And each and every uh, student that has attended this class, whether they've been shooting for 20 years or two days, have said that I have simplified it in a way that they can understand and they never thought it would be so easy to, to get. Yeah, there's always room to learn something new. Yes. So, um, speakeasy.com, look me up. That class is next month. We're going to meet once a week. It's going to be super, super easy to roll into your, your work schedule if you have one. So join me. So we should roll right into the photo contest since we're talking about since photography. Oh yeah. By the way, <laughs> March photo challenge winner, Joe May mm -hmm. with that cool, um, bull rider. Yep. He got his spider holster and hand strap. Oh, did he? Yes, and he's super excited. Cool, good for him. He, he said he can't wait to use it during his first uh, rodeo shoot this good. weekend. Good, nice. Yeah, it's exciting. Awesome. Happy for you, Joe. Now, if you're sitting on some flower photos, which I have, my social media pages have been literally blowing up with blossoms. I don't know about yours. Well, It's spring. It is spring. <clears throat> so there's a lot of flowers. There's a lot of flowers. Visit everything state. Hi, Pickles. You want to get in there too? Visit everythingstacy.com and... We should get him a microphone. We, should, we really should. I wonder what he'd say. Yeah. We guys need to hurry up and take me for a walk. Yeah. Visit everythingstacy.com and enter your blossom photos. You can enter up to eight photos. We want to see Blossom? Pictures of, of flowers. There we Spring go. Spring flowers. It could be 
oodles and noodles of flowers, like bushels. Or it could be a macro. Or it could be a macro. Yeah, right. thank you. Anything flower. Anything flowers. Gotcha. Okay. So again, everythingstacy.com and enter your flower power photos. And what do they? what's the winner receive? The winner will receive a Spider Holster nice. Spider Pro <clears throat> mm-hmm. Hand Strap V2, which is one of my favorite things in cool. my camera kit. Makes it a lot easier to hold your camera without yes. having that strap around your neck. I mean, there's a time and place for that, but yes, I agree. Well, you and I differ well, greatly yeah. on what we find convenient. Yes, because there's, it's hard to find one rig for every scenario that a photographer will go through. Uh-huh. But yeah, the spider holster is a pretty good solution. Well, I, I came upon it. Here's the thing. I have... Um, a neck injury mm-hmm. and having any weight on my neck is super right. painful and aggravating. Right. And I was going the old school route of having that neck strap and I wouldn't put the neck strap around my neck. Just on your shoulders. It would be on my shoulders, but <laughs> right. even on my shoulders, it would aggravate right. um, my already painful like arthritis and, and pinched nerves and everything. So right. having it in your hand. Well, I was trying to find a solution that would get, like, when I'm not actively shooting That's the with the cameras. Uh, yeah. So there, there's a waist belt right. that has these holsters, and the mechanism slides on and off this holster. So instead of being around my neck or on my shoulders, it's actually resting, the weight is resting on my hips. Right, which I think is probably the one of the best solutions. That way you can just undo the holster, you can set it aside if you need to go do something else, and you can put it right back on and go to work right well oftentimes like i so when i was doing the veterans portrait project i would have both my cameras hanging off because i shoot two cameras Mm -hmm. so i don't have to switch lenses out all the time like i would have my 105 on one camera and then a 24 to 70 or on the other or 70 to 200 right um no matter what both my cameras would be hanging off my hips and i would go to leave for lunch because it's so comfortable i didn't even right remember i was wearing it that i would walk away and then Trish, my colleague, would be like, um, what are we doing with that? And I'm like, oh, yeah, I forgot. I need to put that away. Um, so anyway, if you haven't checked out Spider Holster, you can you can do that. They're, they have amazing products. Yes. And um, I, I will say that it has helped my mobility in the studio immensely. And I, and I mean mobility from the terms of overcoming disability, mm-hmm. but also mobility and being able to move around the studio without my cameras clanking off of each other from right. my shoulders right. or dropping them accidentally, which I have. Maybe we can train Bob and Bob could be uh, your... Pickles is really going to town here on the floor. Yeah. I'm sure you can hear him. Bob, we could put the holster on Bob and Bob could just walk around with you. Somehow, I feel like he would break things. Not but He might eat everything. Because uh... Bob the donkey is awesome. He is, he's pretty great, but you have to admit he's a little pushy these days. Is he? You need to go back to the to the pasture <laughs> and spend some time with your boy. Do some training with that fella because he needs it. Well, it's because everyone's been getting him snacks. Oh, I it. don't need excuses. Mm-hmm. I hear a lot of excuses what coming it, out So of let, let's talk about what are you going to do to Bob coming up? What's He's going to get castrated. Oh, right. He does not need fellas. No. I understand. Know. I understand. Do you? Yes, I understand. He he has testosterone coursing through his veins, making him... At what age does that 
decide does that get does that happen depends on when they drop have they they're getting there they're yes. getting there yep so as soon as they come out they get taken away well it depends on the individual animal it also depends on what's healthiest for the animal and whether you're actually going to do breeding or not we are not breeding bob it is the healthiest right thing to do to castrate him right for everybody <laughs> And for my sanity. <laughs> <laughs> because if he if he was intact, he would just become what? A raging monster. He would become very... That's not true. That's not... I mean, that's not... <clears throat> every, every stallion or intact jack in Bob's case can be manageable, but they need training and right. they need to know respect. But you also have to limit their accessibility to the females because right because the females don't get fixed no and well they can it's a lot it's a much more invasive surgery than right. castrating a male but you could also do birth control but that's a whole nother ball of wax <laughs> it's like it's kind of silly it is silly when a simple fix is just a snip snip and done it doesn't sound very simple it's oh i mean but i'm sure it is it's not ter it's not terrible it's done every day so but he's gonna look at you differently like what did you just do to me i don't think he'll remember he's gonna be just fine he's gonna be anesthetized oh okay yeah he'll have he'll have um he'll, he'll be put under okay he'll go to sleep he'll have a local anesthetic nice and the doc will do what she needs to do and then that's to it. emasculate him <laughs> clean it up stitch it up and then he'll be done and he'll be able to run around and be with his buddy, yep. Ben, yep, and do whatever. Yep, he'll get some uh, pain management, mm -hmm. probably some banamine, which is like a our, our Motrin. Mm -hmm. And after a couple of days, he'll be fine. Back to eating treats and hay. He'll be back to eating treats the minute he gets on his feet. Right, I assure you. Yep, it, it'll be okay. Well, that's. I'm sad, but I understand it has to happen. It's not you that's getting the, the operation, dear. I, I know. Yes, I know. Okay. Well, just to recap, check out Speakeasy and my Back to Basics course. It's Earl's birthday, so if you want to wish him a happy birthday, you can do that. On a, Are you going to have that on social media? You need to put something up? You have uh, of course, but i got to go take pictures of him first to mark his second birthday. Yeah, it's not looking very... It looks kind of overcast today. Yeah. Kind of glo gloomy. Hopefully the, the sun will come through. It should. Well, visit everythingstacy.com. Get your spring flower photos posted. Yes. So that you can uh, enter to win the Spider Holster Spider Pro hand strap V2. Absolutely. All right. Well, I am Stacy. I'm Andy. Until next week, be well. Be well. <laughs>